Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. So happy for you. It, it, it gives me the motivation or inspires me to get back into it a little bit more, too. Awesome. All right. We got Ms. Money, Money Penny. Penny again. Yeah, Dave, I was fascinated as you were talking about that study, um, the ACA study. I started reading up on it um, and I will be going into a lot more detail, although I'm not overly impressed with the questionnaire. I did take it and I scored eight out of ten um, and it said anything over four um, was fairly serious. So I'm doubly fairly serious, whatever that means. But yeah, you know, my life is is not a normal upbringing, but it has made me hugely aware. And I would uh, I would just you know want to open the discussion that how much you would realise or anybody would realise how your mental health is so completely part of your physical health. There's a huge correlation, unfortunately, between um, childhood sexual abuse and uh, reproductive and gynecological problems physically that happen in children, both male and female, as well. So true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. My heart goes out to anyone who's suffered like anything like um, sexual abuse or anything like that. Give me one second. I'm going to plug something into my headphone jack because I just realized the sound's coming out of my uh, out of my laptop. One second. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, no problem. No problem. You know. It's always troubleshooting. Yeah, can you maybe quiet it a tiny bit, the background music? Yes. This... Uh, oh, now I can't hear anything. Okay, that's an issue. That's very strange. Huh. Yeah, it's not letting me choose an output. Hmm. Oh, well. I'll mess with that later. <laughs> But yeah, like, okay, so this is, this, this might be a little bit triggering, but someone had a comment about, um, you know, sexual, like, sexual abuse growing up as a kid or something like that. Do you think right. personally, do you think personally it is um, possible to heal from that all the way growing up? Or is it something that that person might have to carry around for the rest of their life? Or is it just a matter it, of carrying it around, but, but finding things to cope with it? What do you think? I think it depends on the extent. Um, so I think it's a very personal issue, but I had a partner that was molested, you know, raped by her father. And um, yeah, sometimes like, you know, I mean, this is 20 years later. Sometimes I would go to put my my hand on her or my arm on her around her in the middle of the night, just like, you know, in a loving, just, you know, right. In a non-sexual loving way. And she would like jump like, (gasps) you know, like, Oh my God. Wow. And that was, that was multiple decades later. Wow. That, that breaks my heart. You know, know. to anyone who's who's listening in for anyone who's listening in who have experienced something like that or know someone like that, Make sure you just give them a lot of love, you know, because they need empathy more than anything. You know, just yeah. be very mindful on of their the terms. triggers on their terms. On their terms. Be very mindful. Right. Yeah, big time. Yeah, but that book, um, you know, The Body Keeps the Score, it, it talks about this therapist. He works, he had, there's case studies in there of, you know, anonymous first name case studies of him working with different people and them making huge amounts of progress. Um, hmm. I don't know if it, I don't know if you've heard of EMDR, otherwise known as rapid eye movement therapy. 
I've heard a little bit, but not, I don't know enough about it. It's, it's amazing. Fascinating. So it's basically like a form of, of hypnosis. Um, and you know, you're able to look at a past traumatic event, but removed from the emotion of it. So you kind of see events huh. like, um, kind of like a high speed video, you know, like with a bunch wow. of cutaways, whatever. Um, but with no emotion attached to it. And then afterwards that incident doesn't hold the impact that it used to. Huh. It's That's pretty wild. Interesting. Yeah. I've had amazing experience with it on a number of different issues. <clears throat> um, Kaiser was Kaiser Permanente did, does this as well. They have a couple therapists that do it. And if you get the right therapist, it's all about finding the right person and this and that. And then the right technique. Right. Some people use like a shiny wand to make your eyes go back and forth. But what really worked for me is holding a TENS unit that vibrated in the left hand and then in the right hand alternatively. Um, and what that does is it triggers those the opposite halves of your brain, right? So when it vibrates right. in my right hand, it triggers the left brain and vice versa. So it gets you into this almost a trancey kind of state. Um, huh. and then, and then, you know, you've already pre-discussed with the therapist what you're going to work on. So they ask you questions to, to trigger memories, to delve into that topic area. Right. Wow. So and it's you something that them, you need a therapist for, right? You can't do this. Yeah. Like, big, on your big own. time, big time. And, and they, well, and I wonder, like, I wonder if people, I wonder if it's going to start being one of these things that you could do on your, on your own with supervision at home with like a TENS unit or something. Cause it is right. so powerful. It's a drag that it costs 50 bucks and up an hour to do it, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, wow, I can't say enough a lot about of new it. Things. That's new to me. I'm going to look into that. Yeah. That's cool. It's one of the most powerful things I've ever experienced. Huh. So you said you it's like 50 bucks takes an hour. Anyway. Well, it, you know, it, you got to find a therapist that does it. Um, it's a specialization, so they have to get certified in it. Okay. But, yes. um, yeah. And I looked into if you can just get certified for that without being a therapist, and you can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I could just offer that. Just help people get over their trauma. <laughs> then if you want to talk with somebody, you got to go to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. I'd be your first yeah. client. <laughs> right? They won't let us yeah. do it yet. 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 Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, let's check out some more massages, huh? Massages. You want to hit the? You want to hit that next one? Yeah, that's true. Society and culture are a major, major reason why all these issues are skyrocketing, and that's why I don't believe that it is genetic, or that it is a disease, or that it is a choice. It is a product, again, of your environment. So it's not really always an abusive uh, home where you think someone who's being beat up or sexually abused or yelled at all the time. If a parent is not happy or stressed out or grieving because they're forced to work more and have less time with their kids, they're frustrated, they're lacking all these skills. So how are they supposed to you know give their children what they need to have the authenticity to be who they are when they lack the skills and they lack the authenticity because society demands them to have stuff oh man and now we're getting into institutional racism and um mm. socioeconomics like right like this yeah this rabbit hole goes deep. I mean, you want to talk about racism and, you know, people are like, well, slavery was so long ago. Why isn't the black community pulling itself up by its bootstraps? Um, well, because right. for, for 400 years, for 400 years, you cut those bootstraps off, mm. you know, and you, and you and locked anybody in jail who tried to make a bootstrap. Yeah. Um, 
there are no bootstraps. So, you know, redlining, real estate redlining created what we call ghettos or whatever, the hood. That was created, you know, and that only was outlawed not long ago, man. Like late 60s, mm-hmm. I think. Wow. Maybe the 70s even? Not long ago. Just a minute That's... ago. Things like that could take hundreds and hundreds of years to to heal our society. You know, we can't just oh, yeah. expect things like that. We can't expect people who've, you know, had injustice to just heal like that, you know, especially when it's been going on for a long time. That will have a major effect. Absolutely. These are things that are going to take generations to heal. Well, we got to start right now, you know, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not just in the home, right? So it's societal. It's, you know, sometimes the trauma could happen at school or, you know, like I had a bully at school. You know, that was a horribly traumatic experience. You know, I got beat up every day for like a year and a half. Hmm. Like every morning, first thing in the morning. You know, wow. that was traumatic. Yeah. And if, you, if we think about it, if it takes us so long to get over that, how much more for people who have been going through slavery or suffering for generations? How do we just oh expect God. them to get over that, you know, from one day to the other? It's not realistic. So we need to be, we need to show more empathy. I know sometimes, yeah. Yeah. sometimes our ego wants to just like fix it on one thing and just say, that's how this world works, very black and white. But often that's not how, how it works. It's not very black and white, you know. I've learned this over the last couple of weeks that most importantly is it's more important to show love than being right. I mean, we all want to be right. You know, of course we feel good about being right. You know, for our ego and everything, but what about being loving? You know, how much of an effect can that have to people? Big time. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes is, would you rather be right? Or would you rather be in relationship? Because sometimes you got to make a choice between the two. That's a good point. You want to be right and alone on an island? Or do you want to actually like know people? Because <laughs> mm. people don't want to like hear that they're wrong all the time. And it doesn't even matter most of the time. It doesn't. Like unless, unless it's a life and, ma- life and death thing, who cares? And yeah, there's, you, exactly. There's, there's, you, you know, to most issues, it's usually way deeper than right or wrong. It, there's usually le- you know, shades of gray. You know, absolutely. And, you know, I'm this doesn't feel good to admit, but I used to be that person. I I was in a dark place and everything, everything was white, black, black and white. You know, you had to think like me. You had to change for me to be able to get along with you. You have to change your belief system. You have to change your outlook in life. But how what about meeting a person where they're at in their journey without wanting to try and change it? You know, that's that's something I would want other people to do towards me. So I think so we need true. to really live by that golden rule again to make society whole again. That's treating others as you would want to be treated. It's as simple as that. So true. Uh, love this conversation. Love this conversation, me, man. Me too. So good. Loving it. You got, Ali Tate coming in next. Thank you for being coming in hot. And society coming in hot. is also putting us. Uh, they're they're dividing us and separating us more and more and more. So we're more disconnected from human connection. We're one mm. family, whereas you know we used to be communities. You know, everybody would help pitch in take care of the food, take care of the kids, take care of the work, you know what I mean? And now it's like one person or two people have to take on all of this responsibility and we're not happy. That's a good point. I wanted to respond to that, but I forgot my train of thought. Oh, I hate when that happens. I hate that too. I just grabbed a notepad because (laughs) I've done that like three times. People make a great point and I'm like, oh, darn it. Ah. Brain fart. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Hopefully She's back, back with part two of her message, I think. Maybe it'll try. Right. The issue with the like button boils yeah. down to um, 
again, we're not teaching children to look for validation within themselves. Instead, we're always teaching them to look for validation from others. Like a parent says, I'm so proud of you. That says to a child that they want someone to be proud of them. Instead, you should say, you should be so proud of yourself. Oh, yeah. And another thing. And another thing. I mean, I, free, I remember what thing. I was going to say. And another thing. You do it so well. Okay. Um, so one thing that came to my mind is is the politics in the States. And I'm not going to say too much um, about it because I think it's very fragile. It's a very fragile um, topic in the States right now. We're a bunch of snowflakes. This, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. <laughs> I, I I used to choose one political party over the no, another, right? And and I realized it's not helping anyone. It's not helping me. And then I actually got passionate about finding the common ground, and that's where I put it in my in my bio here, and and started to spread messages like, hey, no matter what you believe, we owe each other to show respect. You know what I mean? Um, and it's so it's crazy how when we challenge our thinking about other people, like when I say, for example, um, when I believe this is an absurd example, but all blue cars are dangerous, you know, that's going to change yeah. the way I look at blue cars. Mm-hmm. And, and in the oh. same way, when I when I look at the politics, when I say Democrats or, or Republicans, they're this or that, that's going to make me go towards the party that is against the other party and there's division going on because I see everything in black and white. And it's, it's quite sad to see that, that going on in the States. I feel like it'll be something that um, the States will have to heal from. And, um, but I actually learned a good Big lesson time. from that in my, in, my, in my own personal life. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, It's definitely something we're going to have to heal from. There used to be a law that our news had to, like, be fact-checked, and it doesn't anymore. That law doesn't exist anymore, or it's been overwritten, whatever. So our news became, like, this entertainment, Fox News, that, you know, half of it is just unfact-checked propaganda. Um, And it's all about division, and causing tension and sowing tension. I think both parties are both kind of the corporate party. You know, my analogy is it's like when you leave a concert, it doesn't matter if you go out the door on the left or door on the right, they lead to the same hallway, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what party you vote for, they're both funded by the military industrial complex who has been in Afghanistan and Iraq since 2000, whenever, you know? forever yeah now 20 something years so both parties voted for that you know nobody decided to bring george bush to court whenever the whole world knew that weapons of mass destruction was a lie nobody's bringing that guy to court you know we'll indict a president over some stuff but we won't not not over anything serious like that yeah it's interesting because the other day i had a live i forgot which live it was but I was sharing my, my bio and why I'm so passionate to find common ground and find middle ground. And someone commented in and they said, well, that will never happen. And I kind of called him out. For, uh, I kind of called him out. I usually don't like calling people out, but I said, hey, isn't it thoughts like that that, that you know, keep us from making a common ground or keeping, it, keeping us from finding that peace? What if Absolutely. we set the intention on let's make, let's find that common ground. Let's, let's come together our brain is going to start seeing opportunities. Our brains are very smart, but if we use it the wrong way, it can be very destructive too. Our brain is going to start putting checklists in front of us. We need to, to be able to reach that goal. We need to do this. We need to do that. But once our intention is set, we want to find common ground. You will be amazed that when we put our actions towards actually finding common ground, what we can do. It's, it's amazing. Agreed. And without that mindset, without first setting that intention, it'll never happen. So 
you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with being positive because you're, it's, it might be the first step in a journey, but you're taking the first step. Um, without taking that first step, nothing happens. Absolutely. Five, four, three, two, one, go, right? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Got another message by Addy. How would, how would you say the last name? Devon? Devon? Yeah. Devon. Devon. Hey guys, so uh, just to clear things up, my name is actually pronounced Adi, um, like odd Adi. girl. Um, and also I have a mental wealth t-shirt available. If you check my Instagram, you'll see the picture. It's on Amazon as well as on my website, oddexpressions.com. Um, so check it oh, out. I like that. Anyways, um, I feel like what I had to do, one of the habits I had to form was shrinking a lot of the monsters that I put behind doors I've never been through. Um, anytime I do something new that I say I want to accomplish, um, a lot of times I'm terrified. I think it's some big obstacle. But as soon as I get the right information, um, I'm able to shrink that monster to a mouse. And when you send those type of signals to your brain, you form those healthy habits where you comp. Yeah. Uh, constantly face things you were previously afraid of. I like it. I like it a lot. I like that a lot. I, um, Audi. Audi instead of... Okay, cool. I like that. Um, Audi, shoot yeah. me a message on Instagram and um, and I'll share that, that t-shirt for sure because that's brilliant. Mental wealth. I love it. Yeah, and I followed you back on Instagram too. So thank you for, uh, for the support. Thank you for the shout out and... Uh, Share. Thank you so much. Yeah, much love to everybody right. swinging through. Appreciate everybody. This yeah, wouldn't be Ali possible Tay -Tay without coming you guys. Through. So. That's it. Yeah. That's All right, so it. yeah, Ali Tay, what's going on? Yeah, the problem with the ACE test is that, you know, it doesn't really um, include any trauma that isn't physical, sexual, emotional abuse. And there's so many other traumatic things that can happen that cause a person to internalize trauma within themselves. It's not as you would normally look at as a as like a physical abuse. So true. So true. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean granted it is talking about early childhood trauma, so but yeah, but I think it is overly simplistic. I mean, I think it's only, you know, 15 questions or something. Um, yeah. They could, I think they should do another one that's like 50 questions and not just for early childhood trauma, but for then, you know, what about people who went away to, to you know, or I guess military trauma would be its whole, whole own thing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's still interesting. I'd still be willing to do the test. But it's, it's also interesting that you mentioned that it's, that it's very complex. Sometimes what seems very uh, traumatic to us doesn't seem traumatic to other people. What if I had a lot of stress leading up to a moment and it was just a little switch? You know, it's something that kind of made us flip and, you know, something changed. So it, there could be so many reasons um, and so many different ways we can experience trauma. Yeah. Um, it actually it's only it's, it's only 10 questions wow oh wow yeah here's one of the questions question number one before your 18th birthday did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often swear at you insult you put you down or humiliate you act in any way that made you afraid that you might be physically hurt yes or no Should I answer that, or is it just a? Example? So we'll say we'll say yes, because <laughs> yeah. what? How how would you answer? For me, I would answer yes. For me personally, I would answer yes. Yeah. Okay, we're answering yes. We'll take it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, question number two: Before your 18th birthday, did parent or other adult in the household often or very often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you? Or ever hit you so hard that you had marks or were injured? Um, no, for me. 
Yeah, it's definitely no. Thank God. Should we get take another message or two, and I and then we can continue yeah, sure. with that. Yeah. yeah. Let's, do it. Let's see who do we got on the line. We got Gil. New caller. Welcome. What's up, Gil? Oh, my finger's not working. There we go. So, can I just ask? You say that you get beat up every morning going to school. Like, I want to make sure that that doesn't happen to my son. Like, how can I make sure that that doesn't happen to him? What can he say to me? What can I say to him? What was the first part of the question? Did you hear that? Oh, I think she was referring to, like, me getting bullied as a kid. Um, well, oh, just, okay. You know, just ask ask him how, you know, how's school going? You know, I told my parents, and then my parents at first, you know, thought I was exaggerating. Then they held a meeting with the teacher and the teacher's like, yeah, no, this is definitely happening. And then they held a meeting with the principal and the principal didn't really do anything about it. So, um, yeah, me and a friend of mine ganged up on the bully and beat him up and he never touched us again. Nice. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I, I would, my answer would be very similar is, um, you know, it, it's unfortunate that things like that happened and maybe in some cases are continuously happening. But just to validate their feelings, be like, hey, that must be rough. And not to just, like, often when I have been in Clyde, and I'm not saying that you are a risky chaser, I'm just speaking from my uh, personal experience. Often I have been inclined to say, hey, you need to just share, do this, you need to just do this, which can mm -hmm. be good. But I think, first of all, it's just to, like, give them a hug, validate what they're feeling, and, Absolutely. and show, show empathy, you know? Yeah. First and foremost, yep. Ask questions and, and show love, yeah. Yeah. Good question. Totally. Great question. Got Ali Tay Tay. You want to hit that one? Yeah. See, Somebody told me if we alternate, it's good for the algorithm. It's not <laughs> oh, really? the emotion that we feel. Love is having the capability to allow another person to be who they are the way that they are and to see them for who they are and accept them and understand them exactly as they are and then unconditionally be with them and allow them into your presence and unconditionally love them for who they are and that's what love is being present and allowing that person to be present as they are. Yeah. That's Beautiful funny point. timing. We can just we just talked about that and she confirmed it. That was Isn't that amazing? Talk about harmonic amazing. convergence, right? Because that message was yeah. left, you know, a few minutes before. So yeah. that's really cool. That's... So yeah, you talked about alternating. Let's try that. because um, sometimes right. I'm still trying to figure this thing out too. Like when you press the bubble maybe you can answer first and then when i answer when i'm done answering i can press press the bubble and then it's more in sync that sounds maybe perfect we can try that i got the next one all right i agree with uh german guy oh hello and another thing in german guy there we go hello hey, hi um people make themselves unapproachable and you have to be careful approaching people but that's not how I am. I approach him anyways. I've get, gotten crazy looks. I've been cussed out. I still walk towards people. But <laughs> <laughs> knowing the area you're in, situation, you know, I'm not afraid to greet people because you never know what they're thinking or what they're going through. You know, we don't know how they think. So it's up to yeah. us to be, to make the first move and some mostly make that first move properly. I mean, if... Some people just want to be left alone, and I know that sometimes you want to be like, oh my gosh, you must be going through something, it ain't time for that. Sometimes they just need their space, you know, you just never know. Very well put. Yeah. Yep. I agreed. Everything you said was a German accent on my part. <laughs> <laughs> What she said, exactly. What she said, yeah. <laughs> so, and another thing, and German guy, how can you, or how, 
was the first step in rewiring your brain. And without thinking, without saying, oh, think positive, blah, 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 blah. No, I need examples. <laughs> For, well, I'll, um, hang on. Let me think of a situation. I'll get back in a minute. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. So for me, what I always like to try and um, say is that for me, thinking positive is not the same thing as thinking uh, or tox being toxically positive. I know there's people that I know that are always like, oh, as long as you think positive and they say it in a, in a way of like hiding what they're really feeling. And that's, right. that can be very, very negative. When I say you know, what are some ways we can think positive, positively? I mean, things like that we can actually turn into an action. Gratitude, you know. They say that if you write two, three things down that you're grateful for for a whole week, it will make you more a grateful person. It'll make you more grounded. Um, you know, yeah. going out and giving someone a hug, a coffee. It's just little practical things that you need to just do, you know. That will um, give you that positive reward that, that you're looking for. Absolutely. Um, another one is meditation, you know? Oh, yeah. Meditation is another fantastic way to physically rewire the brain. Um, you know, and, and there's, being, there's studies being done um, about other ways, you know. They're studying psilocybin now. Um, there's actually a a thing I've seen online, a, a company called Mindbloom that is doing clinical psilocybin psychological therapy. So who knows what the what results that will yield, but it's good they're studying yeah, and, it. And listening to depressing song, I mean, this sounds counterintuitive, but when you're feeling sad, allow yourself to cry, allow yourself to feel sad. You know, don't bottle it up. That's been toxically positive, I think. You know, it's been shown that if you listen to a sad song, you're watching a sad movie, it can release those internalized feelings and make you back to being happy again. Right, right. Embrace it. Don't wallow in it, but embrace mm -hmm. it and, and, and name it. Oh, I'm feeling sad. And then, you know, maybe you can find the reason why you're feeling sad. You know, and embrace it for a minute and then move on. But don't don't stay there is the key, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like with meditation, a, a good analogy is what I learned in meditation is, you know, the ideal. Everybody thinks if you can't clear your mind all the time, you're not a good meditator. Nobody can do it 100% of the time. The idea is to come back to ground zero. So like to center. So like when you, when you feel a thought coming in or when a thought comes in, you, you look at it like a cloud passing by in the sky. Oh, there's a thought. There it goes. And so you can do the same thing with feelings. Oh, here comes anger. Oh, there it goes. Oh, here comes sadness. There it goes. You know? Alitay-tay. Like the thing that people don't realize is like early childhood trauma, literally before you're even born, when you're in utero, you're feeling and living, surviving off of everything your mother is feeling. So you're literally already affected by your environment before you're even born. Yeah, I, I heard you guys. I just had to take that's a, a good break. point. No worries. Yeah, no worries. You gotta hydrate, man. Yep. Yeah. Which, Absolutely. which, what you eat, we didn't even mention this, but what you eat and what you being hydrated, you know, powerful. eat brain food. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. yeah, very powerful. Sometimes what yeah. I do is when, I, when I'm stressed out, I'll take like a. Um, ice pack and put it on my wrist or on my forehead or I'll take a cold shower these are these are all practical things we can do i'm mm -hmm. someone who's dealing with depression anxiety but i've learned to like there's there's things i can do you know there's i can outsmart my brain in a way you know people right. have said that if you put an ice pack on your on your wrist your brain is not very good at focusing at two things at a 
at the same time, especially for men. <laughs> right. And yeah. And your brain is like, oh, what's this cold thing on my wrist? What's going on? And it's trying to problem solve that instead of problem solving those negative emotions. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great hack. Yeah. I love it. Love it, love it. Oh, we got Bren up next again. Yeah. I uh, approached someone. Well, actually, it was during a lunch break. So to get air, I went outside and sat on the bench. And sitting on the bench was some this yeah. person that just, you know how they look, just grump. And they had their hands sitting in body language. was like, I do not want to be bothered today. And they, I guess maybe they were going to take a nap sitting there. Anyways, I sat there. And then I just scooted a little closer. Then I scooted a little closer. And when I felt like they were looking at me, I leaned, looked to the left like I wasn't doing anything, paid attention. And I scooted and literally about knocked them off the bench when I knocked. I was like, oh, my goodness. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I was waiting for them to cuss me out or something. And they just looked at me and start laughing. And I was like, oh. I was like, if you would have known the kind of day I had, which I didn't have a bad day. But, you know, um. The reaction to people, I don't know the name of it. I don't know psychology and things like that. But I'm just saying, sometimes they can just forget it. That's, oh, that's hilarious. I've never tried that. She's like a <laughs> professional icebreaker. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, right I'm going mentioned... to read one more of these. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I, yeah, I'm down for a question. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to read one more of these questions before I hit the next message. Um, before your 18th birthday, did an adult or person at least five years older than you ever touch or fondle or have you touched their body in a sexual way or attempt or actually have oral or anal or vaginal intercourse with you? For me, that would be no, but, um, but see, this is one of those questions that could be expanded because one of my neighbors, when I was like five, did like after I found out through therapy, did like masturbate in front of me. Mm. Yeah, uh, for me, I have to unfortunately say yes. I've had experience like that when I was um, in elementary school. And it's... Um, okay. We're going to say yes. Taken a, we're going to say yeah for me, yep. No, I, I, you wanna, do you want to talk about it? Sure. I don't, like, I think it's, it, it has been something that has fueled my anger for a long, long time. Um, and this is, this might be triggering for someone who has been through something similar, but I feel really responsible to say this right now is at the end of the day, no matter how hard it is, you know, you don't need that person in front of you to forgive them. Forgiving that person, it is actually going to set you, you free of, of your hurt and bitterness. And it's one of the first steps that we need to take or individuals that have had this experience to go towards healing because then we realize that person might have been in a generational kind of um, abuse himself, you know, that person might have hurt me because that person was hurt. And then we can kind of think outside of the box a little bit without internalizing it, which is a great way to move forward with that pain. So true. I, I wrote a poem, forgiveness is an inside job because a lot of times the person that you're angry at or whatever, they don't have any idea, but that anger's eating you up inside. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? Yep, absolutely. All right, we got Ali Tate back on. I just want to really quickly say thank you so much for the contribution, you guys, and the comments. It's been so great. If you haven't followed and another thing yet, please do so. This is my first talk with them, and it's been a blast so far. If you want to follow us on stereo, you can. We are also on Instagram. We are super happy and down to connect with you guys. But yeah, if you want to see our topics are coming up again, you want to see when we come live again so we can reconnect, go ahead and give us that follow so we can, you know, keep connected, stay connected. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, much appreciated. Uh, love the conversation. Much appreciation to you, German guy. Much appreciation to everybody that's uh, that's come through and left some wonderful, wonderful comments. Really appreciate everybody. Absolutely. All right, we got Ali Tate again. What's up, Ali Tate? 
Simply allow him to be present. Allow mm-hmm. him to feel like whatever he is feeling, whatever his reactions are, that it's okay. If he feels as though he is not being told what to say, pushed to say something, or in any way molded into a certain place for why or what he's going through. You need to allow him to know that he is loved and that he is safe and that it's okay. And be calm, be present, and that will give him the safety to feel like it's okay. And he will go through it in his own. Wow. Perfect. Perfect answer. Well said. That was spoken like a mother in a Mm. wonderful, loving way. Yeah. And I just realized I probably, that was probably my second message that I played. I think it was your turn. (laughs) Oh, it's all good, man. Here, I'll hit the next one. No problem. Poppy, uh, I think this is uh, Juanito Papi. It's going down in Poppy. here. Hello, nope. and Different another Poppy. thing. And, and, Hello. And, and then other thing. Oh, how many, how many other ways do you think you could say your name? A Dan other thing? <laughs> and German guy. Hello, everybody. What's going on in here? I just came to say hello. Hello, Poppy. Hello. What's going on? What is happening? Thanks for swinging through. I could say my name a lot of ways. <laughs> but that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> and another thing. That's a whole nother show. Yeah. And another show. Right. Exactly. But we don't even want to go there because that's another show. So Absolutely. You know. But we dig everybody for coming through, talking talking uh, mental health self-help you know is anybody going through anything that you need, need to talk about right now you know um let us know yeah let us know you want to hit the next one from uh audi i'm gonna say it right this time audi audi like the car i'm gonna try music again and tell me if it's too loud okay do you want me to go ahead and press it or yeah you go for it all right um, so, whew, we're going down such a rabbit hole when we speak on things like racism, um, the school system, oh my gosh, the things that they don't tell you and teach you, um, on purpose, and, and love. Um, a lot of, there's so many autistic ideas about love, and we, a lot of times when we end up in relationships with people that we don't end up liking is because before we ever get to know them, we have basically made up an avatar of who they are. Um, And then later, you know, nothing that they do kind of reaches those expectations, but they're impossible expectations. A lot of times they're, you know, things we've seen on TV. So um, mental health, (laughs) man, it is tangled in everything. Mm, I agree. So true. We have to be careful for looking, looking to role, you know, to the TV or media for role models, man. Because a lot of times, mm. uh, that's just not even close to reality, you know. So, yeah, that could be dangerous. And it goes back to a good mental health too. You know, being decluttering, you know, what your intake is not just food wise. Food is such a simple but also effective way. But social media wise, what are you watching? You know, are you being are you nurturing that inner parent or that inner em- show, being able to show empathy? Or are you becoming more and more biased through what you're watching and more hatred, more division? Be careful right. what you're watching. So you know, true. It, That's so important. I mean, yeah, it's, it's such a little thing. You can be stressed out. It can lead you down the wrong information. And, and that's why I think often when people wake up and they hurt people, it, it's, it's not a one, it didn't happen in one day. It hurt, it, like, it's a combination of information that has been, um, take, been taken in 
next thing you know, you're a very unhealthy or toxic person, but you never intended it for uh, to be that way. Very well put. Very well put. Yeah, so true. So true, man. So true. How's the music thing uh, working out? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. There's a there's a glitch where it keeps playing out of the laptop speaker instead of uh, just going, you know, out the USB. Oh yeah. Glitching, glitching, yeah. glitching. Whatever. <laughs> always something. It's always something yeah. technical to play with, right? Yeah. Not gonna let it ruin my mood, though. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> not stealing your joy. Not tonight. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I can fight with that little demon another time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got another one from Poppy. And oh, Dan, nice. other thing. Oh, and Dan, other thing. <laughs> exactly. It depends, I guess, what what we're talking about. If we're talking about the news, it'd be and another damn thing. Oh my God! Yeah. Can you believe it? Right? But yeah, that's a clever name. Up. Not gonna lie, that's a clever name. Why? Thank you. I came up with it because uh, <laughs> I've never been accused of not having an opinion. You know, I used to be kind of like you were saying. You know, it, I you know I would always shoot from the hip with no. It's like this. You know, I still have my opinion, but I know everybody's got one, and my opinion's just right. my opinion. Um, so, yeah. So that that yeah, led me cool. to that because. And another thing, you want to talk about that a little bit because everything connects to everything else, right? You talk about mental yeah. health. Well, you know, is your mental health suffering because of your economics? Oh, was was your job shut down because of Corona? Oh man, like well, but, you know, that's reliant on so many things and so many things affecting it, right? So, yeah, no, I, you, you seem like a very, um, I'm glad I'm having this conversation with you. And, you know, in my talks, I like to at least once always show my appreciation to my co-host. And um, I'd just like to appreciate your open-mindedness and your down-to-earth talk about some of these things in a real way, in tangible way people can connect you. Um, so, yeah, I just want to really Thank say, you, brother. yeah, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you too, man. I'm really, I'm really enjoying our conversation, and um, and yeah, I really appreciate you too. Same, you, you're, you're very knowledgeable, but very humble, very well spoken. Um, I'm digging it. Feeling the love. Giving you a virtual hug, man. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> um, and you know what? Real quick, I know we have seven messages, but I find that that boosts me up. Like if I give appreciation to other people, if I tell them just one little thing that I like about them, you know, um, it's it's manifesting in their life and then back into my life because often that person will see something positive back at you, and it's such a simple tool, but it, it's it? It, it, it's often those simple things that we neglect and then we wonder why, you know, why can't I make an impact in this world? But right, the things we say and do right now, we are difference makers. Powerful, bro. Yeah, just when you said that and you started that little conversation, our little gratitude hug fest, our kumbaya moment, <laughs> you know, <laughs> now, now I'm all smiling, like cheek to cheek, you know? Right. It had a physical manifestation. So, yeah, something that huh. simple. That's yep. so cool. Powerful. Uh powerful do you want to go ahead and play the fans message here from me let's do it yeah. you take first step in rewiring your brain is simple spending time with yourself in silence spend time reconnecting to your body to yourself because when somebody is dealing with any of these issues, it's usually a issue with detachment from themselves. They don't know who they are and they don't accept or understand or like who they are. So when you finally know what the issue is, you need to be with yourself. And that's the first step. Just mm -hmm. be. 
I like yeah. it. I like it. Couldn't agree more. I like it. Could not. Everything agree you more. said with the yeah, German exactly. guy's accent. That's right. What she said. What she said. She pretty much <laughs> nailed it, right? Yeah. Yep. May the poet coming in hot. Uh, reprogramming your brain. <laughs> um, think anything is possible. No infinities, no um, cancellations, no cutoff periods, no restrictions. But do things in a way that you would do it with morality, with kindness, with respectability, with credibility. And understand that everybody is going to see it your way. Understand that it's a way of thinking about how you're going to get through the day. And how you might be able to help somebody else get through the day if they're open to getting that help from you. Consider yourself the utmost first important person in your life. Don't let anybody demean you. Don't let anybody disrespect you. And don't let anybody get negative with you. That's how you do it. I like it. I like it. I like I it. I think she... And it's I funny how the... Get... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I, it's funny how, like, we talked about synchronicity before. And it's just... It, these comments kind of all fall into place. I love it. How you have to take yeah. care of yourself first before you can take care of other people. You know? People are not going to listen to you or take your advice when you are not at least practicing having a good relationship with yourself, showing yourself that empathy. Because right, how you look right. at yourself, how you treat yourself, will be that filter right in front of your eyes. That It'll be those glasses that you look through and how you see the rest of the world. I agree. Sorry, I'm switching some chords real quick. It's all good. In the meantime, I'll play May the Poet's message. You can also move into progressive thoughts. You can progress from jumping stone to jumping stone to stepping stone to stepping stone to brick walls to buildings to structures to balancing out everything even in your life if you are willing to let go of the fact that nobody else has to think about the way you feel about yourself or what's in your head except yourself. And... You're the only one that can call the shots and make the changes and nobody else has a right to reprogram your mind, make you think differently, make you think that you're wrong. Um, keep in mind that these are your ideas, these are your goals, this is your institution of respectability for yourself, that you are a good person, that you are doing things your way and it's a little out of the box. But it is basically the way that your brain will start to carry on if you truly put those thoughts in mind. Absolutely. Mm, we got some good wisdom here today. Oh, nice. And we got some good music, man. What else can I ask for? I like the trumpet in there. Okay, and the other thing about reprogramming your mind too is finding a place that you could focus on that is the happiest place that you could be, that nobody else can get to except yourself. It's not meditation, it's just a place that you think of gives you the good feelings to continue your journey. It's also the way to focus on the things that you want to accomplish ahead of you. Um, it's also the way to put your mind at ease before you go to bed at night. It's also a way to realize you've done the best you can during the day, and that's what you've got to tell yourself, and that there will be another day. You don't ever think there's not going to be a tomorrow where you can't try again. And you reprogram yourself and you condition yourself to the elements around you that you want to surround yourself with, not what people want to give you to surround yourself with. Well, that's my last message about how to reprogram your mind. Any other thoughts there, guys? I think you said it amazingly. Yeah, no, I love it. You said it amazingly, May. Thank you so much. Um, 
I agree. I think I, I do like a little five, 10 minute, usually probably 10 minute meditation every morning just to kind of start my day off right, you know, um, clear my head so I don't wake up with, oh, I got to do this, 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 and this, right? Yeah. And I try to do that same thing when I go to bed at night and I try to count any little victory that I had, you know, on a good day. I don't do this all the time. I should, but I don't. I'm human. Um, yeah. But on a good on a good day, I do it. And you, you kind of review the day and you count your little wins and it can be just, you know, it doesn't have to be anything big, but it's just they're momentum builders, positive momentum builders, you know? Yeah. And also your, your morning and evening ritual. So it's not one of those small things that can really give you a sense of consistency, I, I want to say. You know, yeah. give yourself like some time in the evening to just slow right down, even Even you're walking, don't feel rushed. You know, often we, you know, feel so rushed to do, to be productive, to, especially in today's um, day and age. But it's okay to just, like, give yourself a break, you know. Even when you just so walk true. upstairs to drink, to get some water, slow down your step, you know. Just take some deep breaths, you know. Um, these yeah, can all be powerful. little things we can use, yeah. So true. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to say it at least once because it's catchy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And another message. Yes, she's exactly right. A lot of the weird things that uh, end up um, making a relationship um, not work out, it's usually all within your own destructive mind because you're putting such things on another person so how is it really their fault that they aren't you know what you've created inside of your mind so when you create that and they don't you know measure up then you let yourself down really you put that there you're let down they didn't technically do that to you you did that to yourself by putting that in your mind in the first place so when you're upset and feeling like they hurt you you put that in there in your mind to begin with yeah very often that's the case yeah i mean you know and then there's the case where the hurt is real but you know by dwelling on it you're putting it back into your mind right you're reinforcing that neuro pathway um you know because you know i hate i'm not one of these people that's like just get over it you know some shit right takes a lot of years and therapy you know and some stuff you got to remember it's a constant like oh i'm doing that thing again That I'm being triggered by whatever because of my past, right? Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. There's things that life uh, that that happen where we have the responsibility to respond. You know, um, there's this cool quote. How did it go? It's not about the problem. It's about how you respond to the problem. But then on like the flip it. side, but then on the flip side, there are things that are very, very real, and like. And another thing said, or Dave said, where we need to just take a step back and show empathy as, as and we need to realize what, what the other person is feeling, what they're going through. That's their experience and that's valid, right? Um, but I totally right. see well, where she's coming from, how our brain is often the main contributor in, in, in our depressive state. Too often, you know, we want to solve a conflict or solve a problem where the driving force is actually us and you know it's a very humiliating thing to realize but often we are the problem and that's totally true yeah but it's yeah. it's a balance thing too right and, and the balancing that's something i'm continuously trying to figure out how how do i find good balance in my life yeah that's that's something i'm constantly struggling with the old balance thing the whole ratio yeah <laughs> It's tough. It's tough. Some people are really good at it. Yeah, I'm growing in it. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, there you go. I'm getting better at it, I think. I'm yeah. trying to get better at it. 
All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.